to this special episode of Worship on the Way to Work. The theme for today is worship on the way to a tough day at work. This might be a day when you travel to work full of trepidation and anxiety for what you face. So we want to take this moment to connect you with God. My name's Kara. And my name's Stephen. And we are here to be with you and to pray for you. Let's begin with Psalm chapter 40, verses 1 to 5 and verse 8. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who does not look to the proud, to those who turn aside to false gods. Many, Lord my God, are the wonders you have done, the things you planned for us. None can compare with you. Were I to speak and tell of your deeds, they would be too many to declare. I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. I have faced many tough days at work. I particularly remember a time when I had a lot going on, but I had also been summoned to the CEO's office for a mediation meeting with another work colleague. You see, the colleague and I had struggled to work cooperatively, and the situation had deteriorated to the point where she refused to talk with me. It felt like a really awkward and humiliating situation, and it was a terrible distraction from some of the good work that I was doing. I remember that I was really, really tempted to call in sick, but that would only have been a postponement of the pain. I remember that horrible feeling in the pit of my stomach. I remember feeling emotionally very vulnerable, but I wanted at the same time to appear professional. I kept asking myself, how on earth did it come to this? My most challenging days have come, interestingly enough, as a pastor. We don't often think of pastors on a Sunday as being in their workplaces, but the truth is that church is my place of work. And people can have very strong views about what they think should or should not be happening in their church. And people can sometimes be quite blunt in letting me know whether I've lived up to their expectations. There have been seasons of my ministry where a stream of demanding emails from one person or a small group of people has been very intense. And there have been some seasons of life as a pastor where I have found it hard to even walk into the church building on a Sunday, knowing the reactions I'm going to have to face from just a small group of people contained within. In those moments, I can feel very isolated and alone.
Our Bible reading for you is from Lamentations 3, where the prophet Jeremiah is calling out to God on behalf of the people who are being overrun by Babylon and carried away in captivity. Although that is more extreme than most of the situations we do face at work, Jeremiah captures the emotions well, and his steadfast hope in God is inspirational. So hear the word of the Lord. I am the man who has seen affliction by the rod of the Lord's wrath. He has driven me away and made me walk in darkness rather than light. Indeed, he has turned his hand against me again and again all day long. He has made my skin and my flesh grow old and has broken my bones. He has besieged me and surrounded me with bitterness and hardship. He has made me dwell in darkness like those long dead. I remember my affliction and my wandering, the bitterness and the gall. I will remember them, and my soul is downcast within me. Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. I say to myself, the Lord is my portion, therefore I will wait for him. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. The big issue in the book of Jeremiah is whether the people of God will remain faithful as they face a tough environment. Jeremiah himself faced hardships as his prophecies were unpopular messages at the time. He was despised by the king. He was despised by the people. He was despised by the religious leaders who never recognized him as God's spokesperson. Jeremiah's message had been to call the nation to repent and return to worshiping God and living by God's law. God, through Jeremiah, called the people to faithfulness in every area of their life, including their work. But the nation did not listen, and so Judah and the capital city of Jerusalem ended up in ruins, and the bulk of the people carried off into captivity. Jeremiah is one of the few people left behind trying to survive in the aftermath of war and famine. It is truly a bleak time. The book of Lamentations is a set of five poems written by Jeremiah after his prophecies have come true. Picture Jeremiah standing in the ruins of the city of Jerusalem, having witnessed the death and slavery of his people. It's not hard to understand why Jeremiah would write these poems of lament, crying out in sorrow and grief for all that has been lost. When we face tough situations, it is tempting to feel abandoned by God, overwhelmed by the emotions of what we are experiencing. Like Jeremiah, we may feel that God has driven us away and made us walk in darkness rather than light. 
we may feel helpless before the bitterness and hardship that we are facing. Some may find these situations feel like dwelling in darkness. Like Jeremiah, we might feel that our soul is downcast. Just when it is hard to imagine Jeremiah descending any lower, like a light piercing through darkness, there comes a glimmer of hope. Jeremiah gives us three promises to cling to at such times of hardship. The first promise is that no matter what you are facing, God still loves you. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed. We are not defeated. The nation was taken to its breaking point, but God did not utterly destroy it. As bad as it was, this was not their end. In God, their story would continue. The second promise is that God always offers us compassion and mercy, even if we have contributed to the trouble we are in. As Jeremiah writes, For God's compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord. Remember, This promise of God's faithfulness is made to a people who heard the word of God and did not repent. It is easy to point the fingers even at ourselves and to blame ourselves for the trouble we are in. And maybe God has lessons he wants us to learn and wisdom he wants to give us through our present trials. But the promise is there is always compassion and mercy for us, no matter where the fault may lie. And the third promise, no matter how far from us God may seem, the Lord is always able to be found. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. God is faithful. God is present. God is with you, no matter what trouble you face. Let's come to God in prayer. Wherever you are at this moment, quiet your mind and focus your heart and let's pray. You are here because you are facing a tough situation at work. How do you feel about this time? Are you anxious? Are you angry? Are you sad? Take a moment to check your heart and name how you feel to God. Dear God, you know what is happening within our minds and hearts. You know what it means for people to face hardship and difficulty. Jesus, 
you face tough situations beyond what we face now. Please remind us of your loving gaze on our situation. Amen. Now imagine God is with you right now. Maybe imagine God seated next to you asking, How can I help you face today? What do you want to tell God about your tough situation? What do you need from Him? Loving God, thank you that you love us. Thank you that you show us compassion. Thank you that in a world of ambiguity, chaos and messiness, you are faithful. Thank you that you promise us that if we seek you, you will be found. Be present with us today in this situation. Please bring hope and reconciliation to this situation. Amen. As you face this tough day, it is also an opportunity for a fresh start in seeking to work with God in your work and allowing God to work in and through you. Maybe write out a message of hope from the Bible, or maybe write out a prayer and pop that note in your pocket. Carry it with you as a reminder that God loves you, that God is faithful, that you will not be consumed, and that God is good to those who seek Him. For the benediction. As you enter your working day, may the light and the life of God's Spirit dwell richly with you. May He guide you through this day, protect you from all that might bring you harm, and may you know God's peace. And remember the words of Jeremiah, Yet this I call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for His compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness, O Lord.